Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm Carrie the Mockney. And I'm CL Kita. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode re- we release exclusively for our patrons. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. You can find the link in your show notes. So today we are going to talk about a drama that was briefly mentioned in the podcast we did for like, what are you watching at the very beginning of the year? But a lot of us finished it and felt it needed to be put into a full podcast. So the drama is Like Flowers in the Sand. Um, can be found on Netflix. And the synopsis is Kim Bek Do participates in the traditional Korean wrestling sport of s- serum. I, it, that serum? I totally butchered it. Yeah. There, it's <laughs> wrestling. Maybe, it's, but it's traditional. There's a little bit difference uh, uh, in it. And it's a member of the team for the Gosen County office. Bek is was born as the youngest son of a pre- prestigious family within the sport. In the past, he was known as a genius like wrestler, but not anymore. He is thinking about retiring from the sport altogether. One day, Beck Du meets his childhood friend, Oh Yu Kyung, and has a, re- has a turning point in his life. Now, Yu Kyung and Beck Du grew up together in... Uh, I didn't realize they put it in the, the synopsis. Anyway, together yeah. in... Uh, Gosen County, she begins to work as a leader of the management team for the t- uh, for his wrestling team, which is is on the verge of disbanding. While they have people around them like uh, Min Hyun Wook, who suddenly appears in uh, Gosen County and adjusts well to life here. There are a lot of character name drops in this. Yumi oh, yeah. <laughs> who is a mysterious cafe owner. There's also the new coach, Kwak Jin Su of the team and Joe Sokhi, who is Bekdu's best friend and works as a police constable. Well, they almost got it. <laughs> that was a hot mess. <laughs> Sorry, I copied and pasted. I should have read it a little bit better because I thought no, no, no. It was uh it was it was a little bit better. Pretty much we have a village uh or a small town uh centered drama where the forefront of the of it is the wrestling sport. The whole town kind of gathers around and really focuses on it a lot because it's like their thing. Mm-hmm. And we have all of these characters who have either lived in the town forever or like the mysterious cafe owner um, who's there. But really, it's about this guy finding his way within this sport and his relationship with everybody. And then also because it wouldn't be a K drama without some type of murder (laughs) (laughs) or whatever type of uh, mysterious thing. There is a, there is a mystery that is to be solved throughout the, the drama. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that's much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Just like my hometown that I grew up in. Teeny Way too place. many character names without a lot of like explanation. <laughs> yeah, we need more context, but we'll get yeah, there. We will. All right. So we're going to start with the spoiler free section as per usual. And then we will pro- we will let you know when we get to spoilers. I mean, when have we not? All so right. 
the first thing we we're going to start off with is why did we start watching? I'm pretty sure it was peer pressure. I think y'all said this is so cute, and then on the Discord they were like, "This is so cute," and so I, and well, and you, drama geek, you were talking about him always running across town instead of using his cell phone <laughs> when he had to tell her things, and I was just like, "Okay, this sounds like the kind of character I love," so yeah. I had to tune in. Gotcha. See, and and I've had a rough start to the year, so I had a lot of time on my hands because I was sick. Lovely time. Um, and I just sat down and I was so tired and I started watching K-dramas again. Um, I had taken a bit of a break and all of a sudden, I think I watched like five and four weeks. We just kept throwing them at you. Just do this one, this one, this one, this one. (laughs) And, and so, I mean, it, 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 I was told to watch it. (laughs) And so I, I queued it up and I was totally charmed. I was totally charmed. You finished it before I did. Oh man, like, <laughs> I, I was like, boom. <laughs> I was in love. I was enamored. It was good. <laughs> I so now I'm trying to remember because K. Drama Jen, who unfortunately she really wanted to be here, but could not because of scheduling, and the I'm pretty sure both of us kind of just started watching separately. And we were the only ones watching. And so we kept like dropping like, oh my gosh, she's so cute with this, this and that. And the, this, you know, the accent and the, and nobody jumped on and until a little bit later. And then I was able to visit her recently um, and we watched two episodes together and we were like goofy little teenagers. Like, and it, it's like, it's, it's not like that super swoony. Like sometimes when you watch there, we were just so enamored with these characters and how sweet and, and delightful they were. So we were just kind of goofy smiles on our face, watching it the whole time. So I can't, I think it just was on Netflix. I didn't have a lot of other things on my plate and it kept popping up. And I was like, I mean, I really like this actor, not liking him too much in the Cupid one. Let me, let me just try it out. So I tried it out and it pretty much by the end of the first episode, I was like, oh my gosh, this, his character, he just immersed himself in it. I love him so much. So I think that's, that's why I started the algorithm of Netflix. (laughs) When it works, it works. (laughs) It does. The web has caught us. Yeah. So (laughs) what do we think of the sports aspect of the drama and should people let it deter them if they don't usually like those types of dramas? Okay. This is me. I can't even question on purpose. <laughs> I normally am like, peace out if it's sports. I don't sport. I I just don't. I I I lose interest very quickly and I get I get bored. Um and I remember Miata Mama was actually asking me, she's like, is is it a lot of sports? Like, <laughs> is it is it a lot? And I said, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> But here's the thing. A well-told story is mm. a well-told story. Yeah. Now, we have a focus with sports, but it's not just watching them do the sport. It's about the teamwork. It's about the underlying reasons why somebody would want to have this job or not have this job or be an athlete. And, I mean, honestly, the sports 
the the wrestling part of it or i'm sorry let me let me get down to my just roots say, just the, say wrestling, wrestling. Oh. <laughs> the wrestling part of it um <laughs> never really um hooked me but it was interesting to watch because you're invested in the character mm-hmm. it's not it's not about the sport it's about the characters so if you're not big into sports but you love characters this is you I feel like it's a very similar to um, twenty five twenty one, where the fencing was in there enough that it was a very integral part of her character, but they didn't make you sit there and watch a match after match after match where you were just like, okay, I really don't want to watch this anymore. Like they had every time the characters came together and competed a touchstone of like important part of their development and the drama and i feel like this is very similar because like again he is the third son of a a very accomplished wrestler and so like it kind of is you're following him on the like last part of his journey of like should he keep doing it should he not keep doing it is he just doing it because he's a part of the family and that's just what they do or you know so it it was a very character driven sports theme um so yeah i feel like even if you're just one of those that doesn't normally like sports they keep it very minimal and most of the time he's just running from practice to somewhere else to try to tell somebody something. <laughs> That's important. Like, Even though his phone is in his pocket. <laughs> it's just faster to run, don't you know? Well, he's got to make sure she's still there. Right. Mm-hmm. And she and knows how important the, the information is. Right. I think that's I think that's the main point. Um he's a very physical person. Mm-hmm. But I mean when you run a hundred laps body. When you mm-hmm. run a hundred laps and then you remember information, I would be calling him. <laughs> I would not be running across town after a hundred laps on oh, my legs and be like, nope, I've had leg day already. I don't need to do it. But it was a perfect tool to show the passion and thought process that this character had. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Like, there was just enough that I feel like if I watched some of the sand wrestling, I would actually kind of have an idea of what's going on. But they also broke the tedium of watching match after match because, like, Mm. towards the end, and no spoilers, but we get some of the matches through, like, people watching it on TV as they're doing Mm -hmm. something else, you know? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we keep up with his progress, but it's not the main focus. And it was actually really well done. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's just, it's light enough to be... Add seasoning to the dish, I guess. And it's not its not the focus. It's not tedious at all. I agree. All right. So another aspect of the drama, which is, you know, again, would it be a K-drama? <laughs> Even a rom-com K-drama if it did not have a murder mystery. Do, do we think that the murder mystery worked for us? And it, it is very similar to the sports where it was just a backdrop and like a reason to get the female character back into town and to kind of have like some backstory of, of her family and all that kind of stuff. But it didn't take over the drama. There wasn't a lot of like, actually, sometimes I was like, are they like 
doing any policing right now <laughs> because they were so focused on some other things. But I think I think it worked in the again, if you look at the show as not sports drama or not a murder mystery drama, but a character driven focused drama where you, that's really what you're you're looking at and the growth um, of that and the interactions between the characters, then then it works the way that it was laid out. So for me, it did work. Same for me. It was just I mean, the story was about the kids who grew up together and then we had almost a perfect balance between the wrestling and the murder mystery. So they they just kind of they created the picture. But the kids that, who are now grown, they were the substance. See, I I liked all the little twists and turns, um, but I love a good mystery. It wasn't the driving force of this drama, but it was an important plot line. And it really helped to have this plot line pull it all together. It They held on to it. A lot of times K-dramas will have a, a plot line like this and it'll fizzle. And it just drives me absolutely crazy. But they maintained what they were trying to accomplish with this. And it was through this that we really got to appreciate a lot of the characters. And th there were people that up until the end, I was still convinced that they were shady, shady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about the romance? Did we appreciate that? Um, ultimately, yes. Took a little while to get there, but his just like his single minded focus on his childhood love was actually super adorable and just totally on point for his character. Like there was no other way for him to be. And I like I like how it was handled personally. What I liked the most about it, it was a little glimpse into normally you get into like the small towns and you see the adults, they've been married for a long time and their interaction and kind of like there's the, their their energy and all that kind of stuff. And you never quite see in a K-drama like a couple fall in love in, and then you know that they're going to end up like that couple in the town where they're just like mm -hmm. bickering back and forth and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I loved that it just was very it felt very real to the, like, he sees her for the first time in forever. And from that moment on, he knows who it is. That is her. And obviously this, the synopsis did, you know, <laughs> like, a, cause there is a little bit of a mystery of it. Is it, is it or not? But it was never a mystery for him. So I think for the viewer, it's like, no, 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 it's gotta be her. Cause like, he's, he's totally convinced that it's her, but, um, their interaction was never like, oh my gosh, it's so swoony or any of that, but it was just so perfectly them and in a really good example of you can picture them as adult couple with kids doing their own wrestling and they're the ones out there cheering them on and they're leaving and bickering and doing their, you know, just kind of back and forth of just so natural that I really enjoyed that it never went over into the sappy, more corny kind of stuff. It just always was, they were who they were and they liked each other. And that's, that's, that was that, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I really liked it. It was really genuine. It, it, mm -hmm. I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> really, you never forget your first love. And I mean, 
<laughs> and that's that's the whole point here is that that you never forget your first love. And he is he is so single minded, doggedly pursuing. <laughs> and you you cannot help but root for him. And um, I, I know that we're spoiler free, but um, oh, it's so hard. I want to talk more about this. <laughs> um, but I, I felt like the characters, it was just really good writing because it felt normal. It felt natural. It wasn't, I mean, of course it's contrived because it's dramatic drama, K-drama. Um, but it felt good to watch. Mm-hmm. It felt more like something you could see in real life. Mm -hmm. And and I I also appreciated um, little snippets of other relationships that we were able to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. 100%. All right. Spoilers. 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 Alert. Alert. (laughs) (laughs) See, I said we'd let you know. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I have to talk about the townspeople, which is hard not to do without spoilers, because while they're mm-hmm. actually, as a whole, they're integral to the story, but individually, I, I feel like maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to get into yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So who do we like? Who needs to mind their business? And who did we suspect as a killer? Okay. The whole, everyone who has a stall down that one market street, like <laughs> all of them need to learn to just zip their lips sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's Gossip but, Row. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that was the problem. But I really loved that they took Gossip Row and turned it on its head. Like when um, Beiduk, he confronted them about it and what they had mm-hmm. done to Dushik and her family 20 years ago and driving them out with gossip. Right. Even though her dad had been acquitted. And then I just, I was going somewhere with this. Hang on. It was profound and it was important and it left my head. <laughs> Dead gummit. <laughs> anyway, but just like the gossiping itself was almost a character. And mm-hmm. so it made like, even though there were individual people, like I never knew, like there was the one guy, one big guy that spotted Beiduk and, and, um, Bekdu, Bekdu. I was going to say, I was, <laughs> I was going to wait until I did my thing, but you, the first one he's, because they say his name so much, which mm-hmm. I know is, common in a drama but it was just next level because you know he's pretty uh famous within his town for not <laughs> winning a championship and everybody was yeah. like back down anyway back to Dushik. Dushik, i know because he's sitting there yelling at him from i know the beginning. <laughs> like how did everybody not know he said it so often i know well they'd sit there and have those loud conversations and yet no one would hear them and i'm just like what kind of town is this anyway but just the people that were involved in the gossip like we only got one or two people that we really got to know the rest of them were just kind of there yeah like they were there to just kind of fulfill the gossip and yeah. so I don't know that I like anyone in the town, aside from Bekdu's family. I thought yeah. Bekdu's family was so much fun, especially his brothers. They were they were kind of hilarious with the, the live stream. The people want to <laughs> know about your journey. <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> and, the, and his mom, I mean, she was loud, but it was, she's the kind of person who loves loudly and just does everything loudly. Mm-hmm. And this actress has had a lot of different 
different roles lately. And so to see her throw herself into something like this, it almost felt like she kind of got a break from doing the other stuff that she's been doing. Mm-hmm. And so, and it just felt like she was having fun. And I'm always happy to see the dad from Reply 90, 1988. Because the big bear of a dad, Park Oh, Bogum I dad. love him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did such a good job at it conveying so much with so little. Mm-hmm. So yeah. much with so little. Because like, again, he doesn't really talk or have many expressions or like he just kind of does a little bit a little bit but it's you knew you knew I also had a dad Mm -hmm. like him so it was like you know but yeah you knew exactly what was going on well sometimes the first time you see him I wasn't quite sure if I knew if he supported him or not it was kind of an odd like he Mm -hmm. comes and sits down and he he never even like reacts and then you realize later like oh okay that's just that's just his way of doing things. He just wasn't not supportive. He was, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he did but, a great job. It took me a couple episodes to realize they were still married. <laughs> I know. <laughs> still, I know. Were <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. See, but by the I end, loved, I just I loved them. So I loved how how you realize that they're still very much a family. That's a piggyback. Well, <laughs> I back. loved it. Yeah. She's yes. all drunk and he's like, yeah. I gotta get my wife home. <laughs> um and 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 you know, I love the little odd couples like that where you have the really um strong silent type with the never ending chatterer, because I'm the never ending <laughs> yeah. chatterer. Mm-hmm. Um I I wanna talk about Lee Ju Sung. Um he plays uh, Cho Saki, who is the cop, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's has he just been a cop in everything lately? <laughs> oh no! Yes. Yeah. Um, but he's one of my favorite act B actors. Mm-hmm. I I like him. I like how he was such a meddler with everything, <laughs> and and he's kind of like me because he thinks he knows what's going on, but he's totally wrong. <laughs> or he's not. He wasn't wrong about a murder mystery and the fact yeah. that the dog was being suspicious. Oh, no, no, no. He was really smart about that. But he just is like all the time just saying things before he thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I I really thought that Jin Su was the killer. Oh, oh really? the wrestling coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. His best friend. It was, you know, because at the beginning, it made it look like they weren't still best friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that maybe he still had like some jealousy. And I was and then whenever I realized that it's just that kind of a solid friendship where he can boss big do around. And and try to help him to improve and nobody's getting upset about it. I was getting upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> but they were. And so and, and it's and then I remember the scene where he he literally says we are still best friends. Mhm. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Okay. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> what else is new?" <laughs> I am well known for shooting off theories at the beginning of dramas that are like debunked immediately (laughs) i mean until so until they established that and we're in spoiler section but so until they established that the killer 
had also killed somebody 20 years prior because that doesn't come for a couple episodes. So I think that we're like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I did think he was suspicious and he was also at the match where they knew the killer was in the audience. So he was suspicious. But then once you kind of realize that, well, and it's like, why is he coming back to town now type of thing? And then you're like, oh, okay. So he went to the bigger town and probably realized he just, it just wasn't for him. And that's why he took the opportunity. It was like, oh, yeah, I want to come back home. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to be with with my people. And and the, I think that's part of the strain that you see. Because, yeah, they're still best friends, but they're the kind of best friends. Like, they really probably haven't talked much um, in a couple of years because he left and he had been gone. And he just saw him when he came back. And then, of course, the moms. Definitely a little bit of that whole mom competition my son's doing better than your son type of thing yeah. going on so and because his mom was another one so his mom stood out among mm-hmm. the people not as a suspect but just stood out as a character among everybody else where like she wasn't part of the the backdrop village you know town people or whatever so he no. his mom stood out a bit but they were only competitive in front of other people yeah behind yeah. the scenes they're drinking and worrying about their boys. And I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll trip you I in loved... the hallway, but then I'll pick you up and dust you off. Yeah. <laughs> I loved True. the part towards the end where the two of them are drinking. It's right before the mom gets taken home by her husband, piggyback, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they realized that they had contributed to the gossip that had kicked yeah. out Dushik's family and yeah. kind of understanding the mistake they made and feeling bad about it. And I was like, how often do we see that in a drama where someone who has spread the gossip actually feels bad for what they've done? Yeah. So that was Well, really and well I mean, it, it was 20 years earlier and mm-hmm. you're worried about your children and, you know, worried about who might be suspicious and you're trying to protect them. So I know they shouldn't have spread the gossip, but I also think that, you know, it, it's easy to get caught up, especially if it's something to do with like a crime or something you're worried about your loved ones wanting to protect them. So um, here is the, like when I, the murder mystery worked for me, though I didn't have anybody that I suspected because the way that the townspeople all kind of just, other than the one guy that they, they kind of tried to do a red herring where they were trying to make you think mm-hmm. that that guy was the suspect. And I figured he wasn't just because they were making it so like obvious. <laughs> and he's been in a ton of dramas where he was definitely one that you recognize. Um, but like other than it, it, I, everybody was just kind of this group of like, everybody's out there gossiping and chatting. And so I didn't have anybody that's, that I suspected once I knew it was somebody that we were looking for from like 20 years ago that would have done it again. And so I, I had no idea who it might be. I don't think that the writer did any kind of like foreshadowing of who it might be. I think they just mm-hmm. kept everybody the same and then all of a sudden plucked somebody out <laughs> to be like, <laughs> this guy. It does um, feel and then, like that. Yeah. So but it, it worked. In that ass, it oh, did yeah. work. It worked. And it. I feel like if we had done the other and tried to do all the foreshadowing then the drama would have felt like it was different in the the how we were balancing everything so I'm not mad at it and I'm actually not mad at how he he was revealed and then even how he was caught kind of like off screen or whatever like again Mm -hmm. because the drama was more about the people and what that finding him and knowing that her dad wasn't the one that did it and all that kind of stuff that healing that came about because of it so 
So I, you know, the townspeople, I agree with everything that you guys are saying about the townspeople and even the suspect of like, again, I, I didn't really have any, any idea who it might be. Um, but I also wasn't sitting there every episode going, Ooh, who is it? Who is it? Like more mm-hmm. of the, so of like, do they even have any clues that go anywhere <laughs> except for watching like camera footage over, over which was and also following made- the dog. The dog was exactly the dog worked harder than anybody else <laughs> <laughs> from episode one. We just didn't even know it. <laughs> follow the dog. Yeah. Oh, so. goodness. Um, Yang Dong Yoon gives a fantastic performance in this drama. So what do we think about his character in the central role in this story he played? Well, I mean, he is the main character. He, he is the one who we are rooting for the most. And I love the fact that he's someone who he loves what he does. He is an athlete. He may not be the winner. And I'm using the air quotes here that he, <laughs> he was a kid. Yeah. But he loves what he does. And one of my favorite things about the way that he plays this character is nobody thinks that he's dumb but he's not someone who you know he's trying to think about what he's going to do with his life if he doesn't wrestle and Mm -hmm. he's like "I, I don't even know who I am and it really makes him realize how much he loves the sport and he's a really good mentor his mm-hmm. uh, he goes in and part of the reason why he can't win a match is he is teaching these people how to be better wrestlers. <laughs> it gives away a secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, I, I just, I really, I was so, like, I wanted to put him in my pocket and keep him. Ow. He was just so cute. He, um, his character, both in the, when they're young and then as adults, I feel like he was for their friend group, like the center and like Mm -hmm. he kept kind of everything and everybody like together and connected them and kind of like kept the spirits up of everybody. Like a lot of the people in the group were, you know, a little bit more low key, although except for the police officer, he was always kind of (laughs) just... rambling on or whatever but i love him (laughs) (laughs) but he was kind of and even in the story as far as like the balance so you know he balanced out the like relationship the room the romance and the 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 sport like the first couple episodes i was getting to the point where i didn't know how much more I could watch. Cause I was like, if he keeps losing all of his matches, I'm going to be so sad <laughs> because he just, it just felt so, I felt so overwhelmed for him. Like I just wanted something to work out for him. And of course the whole town, everybody just wanted the whole, they just wanted it to work out for him. So I find it interesting that both his brothers were more successful, but I still think maybe the lack of his success made him more of like, everybody wanted to root for the underdog And so Mm -hmm. he was definitely like everybody was behind him and supported him. And he was just kind of that, that centerpiece to, to the story. And I did not finish uh, the Cupid one that he's in. And that's not saying that he 
did bad in it. I actually just thought the writing and some of the characters, I just couldn't handle them. So I stopped watching. But uh, Dong Yoon in this one, like every scene you were in, I saw Bekdu. Like that's, he just, his, the, his mannerisms and the way his facial expressions and just like the, you know, his, the, of course he had to change his, you know, speech because of the, you know, the accent and everything. But like mm-hmm. he just embraced this character and I just loved his performance completely. Well, and he played one of my favorite male stereotypes. He was a himbo. So he is all heart. He is all goodness. He is all kindness. He's all sincerity. And he's just not that bright. But it did not matter because like his emotional intelligence was off the charts. The way he could just read people and see Mm -hmm. what they were, what they were feeling and who they were and like how he saw to the heart of Dushik as soon as she walked into town, he knew exactly mm-hmm. who she was, even though she was undercover. And he just, he saw better than everyone. And so his ability to help solve the mystery was actually kind of vital because he was able to see people so well. And I just, yeah, Jung Dong Yoon, he did an excellent job. Bekdu was Bekdu all the way through. And I just, I adored him for that. But, you know, part of being any kind of an athlete is understanding your opponent. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes with characters like this, we don't realize that they are very insightful. They they are able to see beyond the surface on things and anticipate what people are going to do. Mm hmm. Well, and that as far as like even knowing that she was undercover and like he's observant. So he may not he may not be able to do an algebraic equation or always get stuff right away when it comes to certain things. But he's also very observant about a lot of things that are going on around him and even what she was going through when she was young um, and what people were saying and just kind of that environment. He was very like keen on like knowing what was going on. So I, I, I was glad when they showed that scene where the detective was like, I don't know, people like him, they can be very observant and she might not mm-hmm. be able to fool him. And she wasn't, he was able to figure it out that that's what was going on. So I liked that, um, that you can show that sometimes just being able to be like a, the math genius or whatever isn't always the only kind of smarts that there is and especially when you're an athlete the the type of intelligence that he showed was vital to you know to being the type of athlete that he was all right so this story bounces back and forth between present day and the past when the first murder happened and what do we think of the younger cast and characters in even just the storytelling we uh, style of that but like I the one of one of my favorite scenes which we're going to talk about our favorite since later but and I know it's a K-drama Jen as well of like when the younger one I mean it's it's not a funny scene it's actually kind of heart-wrenching where he just kept saying her name while crying because he knows that mm-hmm. Jushik has left and he's just like no like he's crying and everything um that actor all of the young kids they did a fantastic job and they really helped establish what you were looking for when you got to the very end of the the series where they all kind of came back together as adults and formed their little group again. Watching the them play around and even her being a little bit like, I'm going to smack you in the head if you keep... <laughs> I mean, 
I, I have like I, I don't really usually say violence is that great, but like he kept calling her ugly all the time. So <laughs> not not back to you. It was it was the police. It was my guy. It was so your guy. So yeah. <laughs> and that well, that's why that's why he couldn't like see that it was her because he vi- it pictured her as this ugly girl. <laughs> when they were young but so i i felt like that back and forth really helps like establish this like feeling of because i get tired of first loves and that's the only kind of love that you can ever have but i do feel like they establish that that a lot of times when you're in a small town and you grow up in a small town that you do end up having a lot of connections that last through the rest of your life because it's a small town. And if your parents stay living there, those are, you know, you're going to come back to that. And they were their support when they were younger. They, it was boring. So they always just hung out and entertained each other. And then growing up, some of them moved away and then come back. And that reforming of their uh, friend group was one of my favorite parts of the show. So I loved that being able to, being able to see them in the past and then um, that reflection of themselves in the future or the present day was was a great way of sh- telling this story and incorporating like the murder mystery in it, but not making it like the f- the focus. Mm-hmm. And, and I was really impressed with the child actors, just the way they captured the whole vibe of the adults, because like the little one that grew up to be the police officer, like he vibrates all the time and he's always <laughs> loud and bouncing everywhere and just very bright. And, you know, his older counterpart is the same. And then the one who was the wrestling coach was quieter and more thoughtful and just, and Beck Dew's counterpart. I mean, he was so perfect. Like oh. he captured that heart so well. I was, yeah, the whole, all of them, they were just fantastic. I, I really loved the little flashbacks that we got um it also shows that your first crew is your forever crew i mean the ones that came back to town years later gravitated towards their original friends without even realizing it and when things were the hardest um especially uh bora's character um her as a little girl and her as an adult, the way that she just kind of held back, mm-hmm. which was, that was her character was she wasn't going to be right in the middle of it, but they always pulled her in. And I just, it reminded me a little bit of 1988 reply 1988 with the mm-hmm. way that the friendships grew. Um, because Sometimes you're lucky and you have a group of friends that you have when you're little and you can meet up with them years and years and years later. And there is a a level of trust that you have with those people because they were there during the hardest time of your life, usually. Um, And I felt like the story really showed that. Absolutely agree. All right. So we let's move on to Dushik, who is uh, Yu Gyeong in the summary. Like, that bugged me too. But anyway, so Lee Joon-myung plays Dushik. What did mm-hmm. we think of her performance and her relationship with Baek Do? And I didn't write this question, but Bickering Village Lovers is my new favorite trope. Yeah, I have to agree. That's kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm trying to think if I've seen her in anything else. Like, she feels new to me, but 
you know, I looked her up and she's been in, she's been in some stuff. Um, Oh, she was in 2521. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She she was the friend that everybody (laughs) went over to her house. Right. And she was in Missing the Other Side, but she was just a villager. It's like having a kid in the third grade play. My kid was the tree. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I saw a, a YouTube video or TikTok video where this kid was super excited about what he was picked for in uh the like the manger scene play mm-hmm. that they were doing and he's like and it was like he was he's in England he's from England or whatever and he's like so excited it was classic mom it's classic like and she's trying to guess and then finally he's like no the third person who holds the door <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, oh, that is a classic <laughs> role. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> well, I loved her. I remember liking her a lot in twenty five, twenty one. Yeah, and I liked Ejim Young here. The way that she just her ability to forehead slap, like, and <laughs> I know it was probably exaggerated with makeup and sound effects, but nevertheless, they looked painful. And yet yeah. it was exactly what all those boys needed. And I just, I liked, I kind of liked how she was able to flip between her role as kind of the the soft yet smart detective from Seoul. And then when she's around Beck dude, just by when it's the two of them, she slips into her sartori and gets louder and just more, not confident, she's confident the whole way through, but a little more brash. And it's just, it's it was fun to watch her kind of flip between those two personas that she created. And it made sense for the character that she had two personas because with them moving away, she had to be a completely different person. And so I just, I really enjoyed her performance. I liked it. And I felt like her chemistry with um, with Bekdu was just, it was solid. It's one of those that it just, it did feel organic. And I really liked that. Oh, she shows up and she is fancy, fancy. She's carrying around a parasol, not just an umbrella, but a parasol. And and she's gorgeous. And no one in their right mind beyond Bait Do is ever going to think that she was that scrawny little kid with bruises and cuts and scratches who scrapped. No one's going to ever think that. Um I I thought that her ability to to flip on a dime and go from this super professional person to just popping a knot on somebody's head was was hilarious. Um, and I loved her relationship with Baked Do because she tries so hard. She tries so hard to stay distant, and she breaks down on him when she thinks that he's giving up and that's whenever it just all comes together as to who she really is and what her priorities are. And, and then, you know, we always see the candy girl trope where it's the smart, rich guy and the dumb, fluffy blonde or the dumb, fluffy girl. And it's role reversal here. But she just admires him and what he does. And it goes back to where we sometimes don't give people credit for being experts in their field. But she thinks he is the best thing since Dark Bookie. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was waiting for, I'm like, what is she going to say instead of sliced bread? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a duck monkey kick. There's like three different kinds in my house right now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I, I love when in a performance, like you don't really recognize somebody and then you're like, okay, I really need to see what this person has been in. And that's what happened after seeing her in a couple of scenes. And I was like, and then I was like, oh yeah, I do remember her in 2521. Um, and then she hasn't been like in a lot of other stuff, but like she, maybe not as the cop persona, but as soon as she slips and I, part of my fascination with their dynamic was watching how she could not hide who she was around him. No matter how mm -hmm. hard she tried, he pulled out that part of her personality so easily and she just was like okay I can't I like <laughs> I've got to be like could you please just stop but she her the way she was able to kind of slip into it where she also committed to that character and I felt like she was very much she was douchic and she gave you a very feeling of like this is her and then when she goes to Seoul and she's a detective and, and you know when she went and I think that's probably a lot of people who move from a small town like that into Seoul or into, you know, here in California, go to LA or, or New York or whatever, you kind of try to get rid of some of that stuff and you become like everybody else. But then when you go back, go back home, you just kind of slip back into your old ways. And so I thought she did a really great job and she's definitely somebody that I'm going to, um, pay attention to and again they didn't have like sizzle swoon whatever but they were so cute and had a great chemistry especially when they were just going back and forth and bickering most of the time they weren't as it was more of just the way they were talking that vil like mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of the towns people or whatever when they're talking sometimes it can be a little bit like are, are they fighting are they discussing are they what, what is going on here and <laughs> But they just had that great back and forth uh, between the two of them. And I I just, I could sit there and watch them have a conversation about, you know, wrestling all day. Although I'd probably be like, oh my gosh, I can't listen to this anymore because I don't, because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who wins. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed her performance. So let's talk about why she came home. The detectives were integrated into town life and we'll talk about our thoughts on their part of the plot and the conclusion of the murder mystery. So now I think that my favorite part about the fact that they, she is there as a detective is because when they were little, she watched this detective show, this real life, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like 48 hours type show that they had. And she just idolized the 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 person who was um the narrator newscaster or whatever um and that's what she wanted to be when she grew up and so she grows up and she works for that woman and so she comes home with this um male detective and the idea the idea is they're gonna pose as a husband and wife and become a part of the community and that is um it's it's a little spicy spicy because she's throwing goo goo eyes over at McDo 
And her husband is just sitting on Gossip Row having a good time. And (laughs) I, I just, you know... I got the biggest kick out of of her having to try to pretend to be with him when she's like, I'm going to talk to you later. To <laughs> so um, and and her husband got the husband, the other detective, he he got so involved in what was happening with the town. And, you know, he shows up like this big hot shot who he doesn't have to work. And he, all he does is he gets to just laze about because his wife works. And so he gets in good with all the neighborhood ladies and stuff. But he, like, really becomes a part of the community. And it surprised me and him. <laughs> well, and I love his bro bonding moment with right. the police officer at the end. Where all of a sudden, oh, yes. I don't even remember what bonded them. And I only watched the episode yesterday. But just how all of a sudden he was like, can we drop formalities? And the police officer is like, yes, we're brothers now. <laughs> it just, it was kind of fun. And he was just, he was really good at, like you said, making himself part of the fabric of the town. And so like he had all this vital information when they were finally putting things together. Like he, he had context that they didn't have and they had been living there their whole lives. Yeah. <laughs> because he was with the adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they still never considered themselves adults. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just they... their group. Yeah. Yeah. But I I liked how how the mystery worked out because it did feel I don't want to keep saying natural, but it did feel natural. Like this guy that's in the background, because he was clearly like from the way he walked, he was disabled. And so the the match fixer guy the one who ended up being the murderer. Right. And he, so he was clearly like trying to seek something else in his life. And obviously he was a psychopath. The, oh, I made a mistake. No, killing someone is not a mistake. <laughs> that, that That's real. That's, yeah. And so, I don't know. Like he was in the background a lot. And I know that actor because like he was in Fiery Priest and he was in a couple other dramas that I loved. And so I'm sitting there going, he has a very small part, but the same with their red herring. He had kind of a small part, and even though he's a well-known side character as well. And so I kind of liked how it did turn out because it is one of those, it's not like it's it's always the quiet ones, but it was just someone that, you know, everybody kind of ignored. They knew his story or thought they did. And then to have him be the murderer and have him threatening Miron, the cafe owner, and then kind of his takedown off screen. I just, I don't know, like it fit. It fit the whole nature of the drama. And I liked it. It was not, because like we've said before, this was not a mystery focused drama either. It's not a sports drama. It's not a mystery drama. This is a drama about these kids. And so I thought it worked. Well, and it wasn't a serial killer instance or anything like that. It wasn't somebody who in the 20 years between the two times, like he was out like plotting to do, to kill other yeah, people true. or he just killed to protect himself. So it made sense that like he killed the first time. Oops, it was a mistake. And then he just kind of went on his way and he just kept living his life in the town, the village and did his thing. And, you know, nobody caught him. And it was, it was what it was until somebody came back and ruined his, his, his updated plot of, of, fixing matches that's where that was his downfall of (laughs) yeah 
trying to do that. But like, I, I felt like the, um, <clears throat> because of that aspect of it, it just kind of made sense that it was just like, they've been able to just live their lives for the last 20 years because it is something that it was a mistake. He probably doesn't think about it too often. He just kept moving along and doing his thing and protecting himself. And then, oh, oops, something else happened. And then he had to, to protect himself by like, you know, letting the dog go over and over again so that they could find the phone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I mean, but other than that, he just kind of just lived his life and that mm-hmm. fit the type of, of crime and murders that it was. But, I loved that um, the uh, like we were saying that he the other detective and it's played by Yoon Jung Suk. I feel the one of the things that we haven't mentioned is I other than the lead guy, and he's been in quite a bit. But other than him, like and the and then the, the adult characters, a lot of the other like the rest of the the, the cast of the younger characters and all that stuff like they're not like everybody wasn't all these well-known actors and actresses so i feel like that's kind of what like lended to the or get like it just feeling very natural and everybody feeling Mm -hmm. like their characters and everything because it we had a lot of which you don't get that much anymore of like the main cast of characters being people that you don't all the set all like recognize as soon as everybody comes on screen, you're like, Oh, that guy's in that and that and that and that and that and that. So it's Mm kind of nice to have that feeling of like everybody in the, the town, but like even this, uh, the guy that was the detective, he's been in, he's been in stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff, but not like very main character, but I, I enjoyed his interactions with everybody. And at first I was like, okay, so are they going to put the cafe owner? Is she going to like, gravitate toward him or is the the wrestler like is you know the coach is he you know is he the one which of course he's the one that ends up being like protecting her mm-hmm. and looking out for her and all that kind of stuff so it worked out that way but I never suspected that he would end up like buddy buddy and like bros with with the the cop I think it was him helping with the cell phone and finding it or whatever, or something of like mm-hmm. realized they, they were discussing the dog. I think it was really when everybody, it happened after he found them and figured out that it was Dushik and found them all inspiring in the cafe. Like, I think from that point on them just talking about like, Hey, we could do this or we could do that. They just kind of bonded in that mm-hmm. way. So I don't know. I can't remember the exact thing that caused that, but <clears throat> Yeah, he was he was a fun addition to their group that he got to be brought in after they were all grown up and we'll probably go back and visit the the Ajamas in the <laughs> in the <laughs> gossip bro. In the gossip, yeah. <laughs> so, um what are two of our favorite scenes and this specific next sentence was because Jen was originally going to uh do this podcast with us, but yes, you can cheat if you if you if we have time, you can list <laughs> three, four, five, whatever you want. I always have a hard time just even thinking of one or two because I'm really bad about everything just kind of blurring together. But I will say one of my favorite scenes uh, that made me just laugh so hard. I can't remember if this was one of the episode that I watched with Jen or not. But when, first of all, when they get drunk and then he kisses her. Mm, but mm-hmm. also the next morning when he starts remembering he's all talking to himself that's a, the a, that an aspect of his character that i found very endearing and hilarious him talking to himself 
all the time, mm-hmm. especially when he was trying to, it's gotta be Dushik. It's gotta be her. And he's like walking around <laughs> town, but his reenactment of the kiss and all of that. And then him reenacting being uh, like it, it just their interaction the whole time. Of course, she knows that they kissed and that he's remembering it. And she's like, Oh my gosh, this is not happening. <laughs> their awkwardness and his insistence on continuing to go forward and lay out every piece of the information, <laughs> even though it's awkward. Cause that's he, that kind of intelligence he didn't have, like knowing when things were being real weird and awkward and he was just like no I don't know what you're talking about which I know a lot of people like that but that scene in particular was one of my favorites I just loved that interaction and him remembering that they kissed (laughs) wow I I think that one of my favorite scenes doesn't even have them in it Uh it's it's when the husband detective comes carrying the dog and he caught the dog because this dog is constantly getting away and the cops are constantly trying to chase it down. And here he comes walking up. He's like, she's a good girl. (laughs) Um, but I really liked, um, I, I liked the flashback scene to the the night the early morning when Dushik left yeah and how the younger actors i you know she's like i'll see you later and he's he's listening to her and he's half asleep and he realizes that she's gone gone like like mm-hmm. gone and mm-hmm. he just goes running and i love i just it's meant to be <laughs> Well, and his little heart was just so broken. Oh, and hers was too. She just cried outside that window. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't catching on and oof. <laughs> stop it. Well, and 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 that could just be that he's a guy. And sometimes if you don't spell it out in red capital letters, they don't get it. <laughs> he eventually got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and at that age, they don't get much. also very true because they were what like 12 I have a 12 year old yes I can attest to that (laughs) and yeah yeah I think so everything y'all have said so far Mm. favorite scenes so I'm a little mad at you for stealing them (laughs) (laughs) I think my other two favorite scenes the last one when they're in the cafe and <laughs> Dushi and Bekdu walk in and he's got blood on his lips from kissing her. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was, so <laughs> that <funny>. was hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. My husband was giving me the side eye because, you know, I'm sitting on the couch with my iPad, my earbuds in, and he's just like, what is so funny? I'm like, I can't even explain. <laughs> <laughs> she had blood on her lips and then they kissed and then it. <laughs> it was really sweet and romantic. <laughs> like, how do you explain that? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but my other favorite too was just so it was the entire scene where he's wrestling his final matches and he's leading into the championship and it felt very sports drama you know it had the inspiring music and everything but the way that you know they had like his family couldn't be there because they were the whole village was on the bus coming to see him but the bus got stuck in traffic because some truck broke down right Mm -hmm. so they're all leaning in desperately listening to the radio and they're like 
And then the announcer pauses and they're all like, wait, what happened? Did he win? (laughs) Just the whole tension and the way that they're Mm -hmm. showing up to support him, all of them, Mm -hmm. even though just a few weeks before they were convinced that he was an adulterer and that he was going after somebody's (laughs) wife. So, you know, he set them straight. I loved to. Okay. I'm the cheater this time because now I have three. I also loved (laughs) when he stood in the middle of Gossip Row and Mm. instead of defending himself, he was just like, what have you done? Mm-hmm. Do you hear yourselves? And just the way he was so angry and all of them were like, wait, Bekdu's angry? He never mm-hmm. gets angry. And they realized mm-hmm. what their gossip had done. Anyway, but then back to the final scene where he's, you know, he's winning these games. And so we're seeing it through that or we're seeing it as Jushik goes to this motel where um, the culprit is staying and like she's seen the, the televised match through the hotel manager's window, the little office thing and so mm-hmm. we see that Bekdu won his next match and he's advancing mm-hmm. to the semifinals like that was really cut brilliantly and I loved it but then I loved that we got to focus on Dush- or not Dushik, on uh, Bekdu at the very end when he's facing his former rival mm-hmm. and you know he knows they both know since they wrestled together forever before the guy left for the other team and so they know each other's strengths they're friends and so they're they're just talking to each other and then they're wrestling and like it's intense, but it's not antagonistic. It's just, mm-hmm. yes, I want to win. And you can even see it in the ref's eyes because I was like, oh, you know, typical sports drama. It's going to be each of them wins one and then there will be, you know, the last one, the tiebreaker and he'll just barely squeak out and win it. And then they had the tied round like I had not picked up in the whole time that we'd watching that we're watching that you could tie in these matches. I thought it was either one or the other. So I'm just like, oh, great. And so well, then they no, do it so- I did look this up because I was confused. In a championship, it's it's five, so it's it's oh. the three out of five, so it's not a tie. Like it was, yeah. So you they had to, that's just normal the champion. Because I was like, wait a minute, that was that was three rounds, that was three, and right. I was like, that was two to two to one. So I looked it up, and it, it's the the final like championship, the big the big one. They do five. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Or it's three, the first to three. You know what I mean? So it's three to five. Yeah, Yeah. whatever it takes to get majority of five. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that explains it. But anyway, I liked how they both in that last round where Bekdu ultimately won, but they both landed at the same time. And Mm. you could almost see in the ref's eyes, like he was weighing and he was like, nine-time champion, this guy could be champion at the same time. Yeah. And then gave it to Bekdu. And you know what? And it didn't even matter. Yeah, Because you know that the other guy's going to go on to have a very strong career, but it mattered to Begdu in that moment. And so it was just, and it didn't like cheapen the moment at all. It, mm-hmm. he, The victory was his because of who he was. And I just, I don't know. I really liked that whole scene. It was kind of typical. And at the same time, it wasn't because of the way mm-hmm. it was framed and cut and set up. And like when he's in the ring, just kind of quietly crying to himself and all these petals are falling down on his bowed mm-hmm. shoulders. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, Ugh. that's... Oh, that well, was he had been cheated shot. in the last match. Yeah, yeah. the first time. And yeah. and the guy, the friend who he was wrestling with, had Knew almost it. quit everything because of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he was having a major crisis of do I want to do this? And they met up over in the cafeteria and and had that great talk. And you know, this was two people's lives that were almost ruined. Yeah. And yeah. and they were able to come together and and it was the it was the only way that it would have been a right the only way it would have been right for this to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 
I feel like the way that they did one, it helped so he they didn't have to fight as many matches being filmed, you know, because that take you know that's a it's one of those where they kind of know what they're doing and they've trained a bit and all that kind of stuff, but it's still like for people who don't normally do that to get like film match after match after match, like that's it's a very physical. Mm-hmm. They're having to like push each other around. I was listening to, uh, I li- no, I think I was reading an interview that he did and he was saying he didn't really get injured necessarily, but a lot of it was just the bruises in the sand, like, and all of the uh, stuff that he would get from being in the sand so much and like having mm-hmm. like all the different things that they did. And I mean, he had to put on a ton of weight and he still doesn't even like as he's, you know, like you're just looking at him on screen and you're like, he put on a ton of weight. He doesn't look like it, but <laughs> he, to his yeah. brothers, he was scrawny. I know. I know. Well, that's the thing for him to be the size that he was and still be able to. It made sense that maybe he didn't like after he got to a certain age, he didn't do as well, but not because he wasn't continuing to do the things that he was doing when he was a little bit younger and smaller because he was having to be up against these bigger and bigger guys. And so it's, it was, it, it was nice and interesting that both Dushik and then the coach that came back, that was his friend were the ones that mm-hmm. helped him see, just do what you've always done. Just do it the mm-hmm. way you've always done. Don't think about how to do it the way that everybody keeps telling you to do it because he was too small. It wasn't big enough <laughs> to do it the other way. So he had to figure out his own way. And so I really enjoyed that one. Again, it helped him so that they weren't having to film as many fights, but they still kept the momentum and the excitement up through. Mm-hmm. I felt it was, I was like so sad that his family and everybody wasn't there, but I also was like, but you know what? He won all of those matches without having like her or them in the audience cheering him mm-hmm. on, which that helps. But like he did it all on his own with his own like willpower. <laughs> that yes. he won. He was independent. He, exactly. He did it. And you know, but then that they came in at the end, just dad, his dad was like crying. You could see the tears <laughs> in his eyes when he realized that he won. It was just like he's seeing the dad and how excited he was of winning. And it didn't matter if he kept he kept doing it or not, or if he turned into a coach, which he would make an excellent coach or any mm-hmm. of that. Like he, it was oh, just a fantastic moment that he went when he won and all of that stuff. And again, it was kind of like, Oh, she wasn't there, but it, she was where she needed to be. And he got to see her later and the, having their little meeting outside and the fact that she watched the interview and him being so <laughs> <Cookies. against> being, <laughs> like, it, it's an interview you just won the match of your life so far and you're like do you see this are you watching are you watching are you gonna come tell me your answer and the interview is just like what on earth is he talking about you don't interview him because it's never gonna go where you expect (laughs) yeah all right so would we recommend like flowers in the sand and if we would what rating would we give it yes 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 watch this I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the point of this entire podcast today is you need to watch this drama. I feel like it kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people Mm. or they just saw sports and said, but no, this is so much more than that. And it really deserves the attention and easy access. It's on Netflix. I mean, how much how much better could you do? 
And I gave it a 9 out of 10. And I'm trying to remember why I held back and I don't remember why. But yeah, this is a solid drama. Highly recommend. So, so I... Oh, oh, sorry. I'm trying to it's jump a, in where I'm not ready yet. I'm like thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> turn. I usually rate right after I finish and then I go back like a month or two later and then evaluate how I feel. So it could go down from a 10, but I just didn't really have a lot of detractors from it. And I also know that the, throughout the year, there probably won't be that many dramas that make me feel the way that this one did. And it was just a good feeling happiness throughout the entire show. There was never a moment was like, Ugh, what are they doing? There was never that lull. It helped the amount of episodes that it was because it's 12, right? It was 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It was just like the perfect amount. There was no filler. There was no like, oh, they're going to do the, uh, the, this trope or that trope or any of that kind of stuff. It just was solid throughout the whole thing. I love the characters and I felt really good throughout the whole drama. And that's kind of really important to me right now when it comes to, to drama <laughs> watching. So right now I gave it a 10 out of 10. And I, I think that, the two things that might turn people away, the sports and the fact that the cast isn't like star studded or any of that kind of stuff. I don't think you need to worry about either of those things. It, you need to just watch it, enjoy the characters, go along for the ride and you will fall in love with these people. You will. Mm -hmm. And that's why drama geek is my kimchi twin, not just because <laughs> we share the same birthday, but she said all the things that I want to say, but I have <laughs> to tell you I have to tell you that I watched this entire drama in two days. Wow. I marathoned this so hard. It it was like I could do nothing but watch this. And for somebody who does not sport, I gave it a 10 out of 10. I boohoo cried. I I was so invested. I'm like, you know, coughing my head off because I'm homesick. And I just was like, this is the best thing. <laughs> this is the best thing. It was so good. So, I mean, it was, <laughs> I just made the cat move. <laughs> but it's, it's not, I mean, it feels like something that we would have watched five years ago. And not some of the same repeated tropes and recycling of things it felt new it felt fresh it kind of just reached out and and grabbed hold of me and and again I'm looking for stuff to watch because I'm back and and I have I found a few dramas that that really reached out but I haven't given a drama a 10 in a long time mm -hmm. so I think that stands for something okay so Carrie you need to evaluate why you gave it a nine I do. No, I need kidding. to do some soul searching here and see why. <laughs> oh, and I'm using my drama list again, too. Like, I logged oh, everything. I logged good everything job. like a good girl. Right. <laughs> Gold star for you, CL Kita. Gold star. All right. Thanks for joining us. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now on Facebook or on our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. Mm -hmm.